Hi, I'm Marina Tatok, and today's leadership quote is from Vince Lombardi. Leaders aren't born, they are made, and they are made just like anything else, through hard work. The Leader Assistant Podcast exists to encourage and challenge assistants to become confident, game-changing leader assistants. The Leader Assistant Podcast is exclusively brought to you by Goody, which provides effortless gifting for all occasions. If you're tired of sending tacky, impersonal business gifts, then you should definitely check out Goody. My friends at Goody offer a collection of hundreds of curated brands like Levain Bakery, Therabody, Milk Bar, and Ember Mugs. With Goody, if your recipient doesn't like your gift, they can swap it out for one they do like. You can find perfect gifts for any occasion, whether it's work anniversaries, birthdays, new hire onboarding, or company swag. It's free to start gifting, and you get a $20 credit when you sign up. Also, be sure to mention the Leader Assistant Podcast when signing up, and Goody will add an extra $10 credit to your account. So go to leaderassistant.com slash Goody to disrupt the inefficiencies in your team's gifting strategy. Again, that's leaderassistant.com slash goody. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the Leader Assistant Podcast. It's episode 203. And you can check out the show notes at leaderassistant.com slash 203. It's your host, Jeremy Burrows. Today, I'm very, very thrilled to speak with Irina Talltalk. And she is an executive assistant been an executive assistant for a while, but uh, we're going to get into her story. Uh, Irina, thanks for being on the show. How's it going? Hi, thanks for having me here. And where are you from? Uh, originally, I'm from Moldova. I was born there, but in my childhood, my parents decided to move to Russia. So I grew up in Moscow and um I had been living there for 12 years, but I recently relocated to the U.S. Awesome. What part of the U.S.? Now I live in New York City and uh, I will stay here uh, because uh, early last year I got married and my husband is from Moldova too, but he has another story. In his childhood, his parents decided to move to the U.S. and so he grew up in New York City. Awesome. Well, congrats uh, on recently getting married. And do you guys have any um, hobbies or favorite activities or dogs or cats? I don't have any pets or children, uh, but I play squash. So if anybody from listeners is from New York and is playing squash, I'll gladly keep your company. (laughs) And also I enjoy exploring new travel destinations, even in Google Maps or on YouTube. Nice. Nice. Well, thanks again for being on the show. Uh, let's, Let's jump in. How did you end up becoming an assistant? Yes, yeah, so it's. I think it's a great story. Um, uh, when I was a first year student, uh, we met with my husband uh, in Moldova. Uh, we lived in different countries, and as students, we were out of money. 
so we had to find them for our meetings. And I started working as an evening administrative assistant at one company. It was a co-working space and conference hall for different IT events. And um, also I was a leader of the class at my university, did all the student stuff. Uh, in the evening, I worked uh, at night. I did my homework. Uh, on weekends, I worked again. And uh, after my first year, I was really tired of uh, different activities, people, and decided to quit the job. Uh, then the second year started. I attended my university classes, and it was so boring to have on the university in my life. And I really missed my previous year and started searching for another job. Uh, I had some interviews for different companies and uh, choose, chose an investment one. And in the beginning, I worked as an evening administrative assistant, supporting the whole back office, uh, but only in the evening. And after five months, uh, the executive assistants uh, of uh, three managing partners quit and left the company one week later. So the position opened up. And the hiring department started searching for a new one. And during this time, I, su I suggested to the executives help with some urgent tasks. And, and they made me an interim EA. Then I realized that it was a great opportunity. I did my best uh, to make everything perfect. And of course, I made some mistakes because I didn't have experience. But I succeeded in hiding them. Um, and fixing before they were even noticed. And they were surprised by my abilities and very grateful for all suggestions uh, regarding their trips, meetings, and so on. And at that moment, I realized that I'd like to become an executive assistant because before this company, I didn't even know about this position. And I was, I always was a person who helped who liked challenges, who didn't like routine and was keen on traveling. Uh, and uh, even at my university, I chose management, international management, because I didn't want to have one specialization. I wanted to study languages and everything. <laughs> and <laughs> the major like international management covered all my needs, I think. So at the moment, um, when I faced this job title, I was like, wow, this job is a perfect match for me. And I thought about how to tell my executive that I wanted uh, this job, but I don't have, I didn't have any relevant experience, especially with the C-level suite. Um, I was young. I didn't have a degree. I had only a strong desire and eagerness to study. And here's the story. I thought how to tell them that I want them to consider me as a candidate for this position. And I spoke with the previous EA and were thinking about the best way to start a conversa conversation. And one day, uh, my executive was uh, on his way home. I told him, like, goodbye, have a nice evening. And he stopped and unexpectedly asked me, would you be able to work full time? I was I was really shocked and <laughs> I told something like maybe I should think about it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, in 3 days I think um 
we had some conversations with other managing partners and uh, despite all this fact that I didn't have an experience, I was 20, I didn't know a lot of things and how the business work works. Um, but I convinced them to give me a chance and we started our probation period. And I think that uh, at that moment, I jumped over my head because I jumped straight to the top of the company and I was so excited, uh, but I, I did it. And it was four years ago and uh, we worked for four years together. And of course, I had some good and bad days, but now I think that... I'm a professional assistant because of this experience. They trusted me more than they had trusted to all other assistants before because all the time I put them in the first place. Wow, that's a great story. Thank you for sharing it. So when when you did start going full-time and officially had the title and, and kind of, like you said, got bumped to the top of the organization... Uh, what was maybe the biggest challenge during the first six months or a year of that new official professional role? Yes, uh, it was really difficult for me, but I <laughs> I tried to hide everything that I didn't know. And uh, we decided that first three months, I could ask every question I, I want. And it was better to ask the question than to make a mistake. So I asked everything, almost everything. And I write, uh, I wrote down everything. I tried to remember everything. And uh, oh, I think that the, the main challenge was to, to remember all the information you just got. Yeah. Yeah. Asking a lot of questions early on is, is definitely a good, good practice. So that's awesome that you jumped in and did that. So tell us a little bit about the travel itineraries. So um, I'm assuming you've handled very heavy travel itineraries and international travel, correct? Yes, yes. Uh, it's true. I have a great experience. And because I had three executives, uh, I prepared trips for all of them and their families. And I got more experience than the assistant with one executive because, for example, my uh, main executive, he, he travels um, every two months, I think. It can be business trips or personal trips, everything. And... Um, I can definitely say that Russia isn't the country where you can travel. Uh, it has a lot of different and very beautiful place like uh, Baikal, the biggest lake with the fresh water, like Kamchatka, the place with the uh, volcanoes and geysers, um, Altai mountains, Sochi, and so on and so on. But all these places. Mm, they have no more than 10 well-serviced five-star hotels. And if they are there, they are so overpriced that uh, it costs more to go there than to the European countries. But in European countries, you will get better service, better infrastructure, and so on. So um, executives <laughs> from Russia, they travel to... Uh, different destinations all over the world. And in my resume, you can find uh, such countries like Kenya, Argentina, Mexico, 
um, many European countries, even Antarctica and so on. So w- that's a lot of a lot of travel to manage. Did you have a travel agency or a similar type of resource that you would call and and that would help you, you know, figure out things, or did you pretty much do it all through Google and you know all all on your own? Most of things I did on my own. Uh, we have. Um, concierge uh, with whom we work closely and they can give me some advice but uh, they don't know my executives as uh, as good as I know mm-hmm. so I know all their preferences I know what they really like what they really want uh, this time mm-hmm. and I prepare, I try to prepare everything by my own, uh, using Google, using different reviews, different uh, blogs uh, in the internet, uh, different magazines and articles, and mm, I succeeded in it. <laughs> yeah, that's great. So, what's how did you organize all that? Did you keep their itinerary all on their calendar? Did you print it out? Did you have maybe a software that you use or a format that you like to? keep or was each executive different Uh, before every trip we have uh, a lot of different preparations uh, from choosing hotels and so on and i make a presentation for every trip for example i suggest them three or five hotels uh, in their destinations and uh, i try to put them in one uh, pdf uh, with the same photos uh, and the same information about every hotel and try to highlight the things that they like uh, in different places. And I use only Excel to make an itinerary. Of course, I add everything to the calendar because uh, (laughs) if uh, something isn't in the calendar, uh, it's not in their life. Yes, and also my executives, they really like to to change everything in the last moment. Uh, and so I always have like plan B and plan C, and uh, I'm always uh, online and uh, ready to change their flights, uh, their uh, hotels and so on. Are you ready to elevate your career in 2024? I'm Maggie Olson, founder of Nova Chief of Staff Certification, the first-of-its-kind online course for aspiring and existing chiefs of staff. With curriculum taken directly from on-the-job responsibilities, Nova's self-paced learning modules provides you with hands-on experience so you can feel competent and confident moving into a chief of staff style role. It's the perfect next step for executive assistants. Head to leaderassistant.com Nova to learn more, grab the syllabus, and enroll today. Awesome. So what was maybe one of the craziest things that's happened, you know, where, whether it's an airport shut down or a snowstorm delayed a flight for two days or, you know, you they got to the hotel or the Airbnb and it was already booked or what, what, what's what's one of maybe a, your favorite kind of oh, crazy challenges yeah. of a travel trip that you booked that you had to scramble <laughs> and figure out? And to tell the truth, we didn't have anything during the trip because everything was uh, really great all the times. But 
Uh, I have one story. Uh, one day, my executive, he came to the office and he was like, I decided to go to Antarctica for New Year holidays. Let's find all destinations from which we can reach there. Uh, I'd like to reach the South Pole. And um, what's more, I would like to know every country from which I can go there. I was so excited and uh, I really liked, uh, I really like this. And uh, I explored everything. I explored the Argentina and all the places uh, from here, Chile, even South Africa. Uh, you can reach uh, the Antarctica even from Australia or New Zealand. And uh, I spent like two evenings at home and I um, was doing it even at night and I made a presentation. I pre-booked uh, rooms uh, on different ships. Uh, I spoke with different managers from there and asked them for real photos and real videos from the ship because uh, in the internet I could find only um, like renders. Uh, they weren't real uh, and I needed a real one just to know uh, how, how it is. And uh, I gave everything to him. I answered all his questions. I told him which um, animals they will uh, meet there. And he decided to take one day to make a decision. And I was like, okay, not, not a problem. I'm here. Uh, if you have any questions, uh, you can write me. And uh, the next day he came to the office and he was like, you know, Antarctica is a corny. It's corny and I, a lot of people were there. I don't want to go there. I want to reach the North Pole. <laughs> and I was like, okay, North Pole. Okay, but it's the opposite side of the planet. And right. he was like, yes, yes, I like the North Pole. <laughs> uh, look something there. And um, the North Pole is... Um, easier than the South Pole because you have the only way how you can reach it and it's like nuclear icebreaker and uh, you will have a very, very small room and uh, this room will be old-fashioned, um, small uh, with an old furniture and so on and you will pay $50,000 for this trip in this room and uh, I told him all this information. I uh, showed him the photos of this room and he was like, North Pole is an unusual place, but I don't want to go there. Thank you, next time. <laughs> <laughs> and I spent almost one week doing the things that that were, <laughs> that were appropriate uh, in the end. So he decided to stay uh, at home uh, here in Moscow and spend all his New Year holidays here. Wow! And uh, it's my work. <laughs> wow! Well, now you now you know though. If you want to go to the North Pole or if you want to go to Antarctica, yes. you know you you have all the research for yourself now. So <laughs> yes, yes, and I need only to refresh my knowledge <laughs> of this information. And uh, it's not the only story like this. Antarctica isn't uh, the only um, country, no, the only region on this list because it's a usual story when we prepared all the itinerary, when, pre when I pre-booked uh, all the hotels. 
But at the last time when we need only to pay, only to, to make a payment, it's like, mm, I, I think that I shouldn't go there. Wow. And okay. Yeah, that's fun. I've that's definitely good. had uh, experiences like that in my career as an assistant where it's like, hey, do this research, get all the stuff together. And then it's like, oh, we, we changed our mind. We're not going to do that project or we're not going to go on that trip. So uh, props to you for sticking with it and, and having a good attitude about it. Yes. But I think that um, he knows uh, that I did this work. And he wouldn't ask me for our for other achievements. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. But I I really like it, and I enjoy planning. I enjoy exploring, and uh, all the times that I did it. Uh, now I think that I was there. <laughs> I I almost was there because I know <laughs> everything there. I I saw everything there. I spoke with the people there. So. I shouldn't go there because I already did. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well, uh, Irina, what's one thing that you would want the assistants of the world who are listening to to remember out of the, our conversation today? Like maybe a quick, quick tidbit, maybe a quick travel tip uh, for booking travel, maybe just an inspirational general like, hey, this is something that helps me. Uh, on crazy days and challenging days, what's one thing you want to say to the assistance of the world? I think that you should always follow the news uh, on the region uh, where your executive goes, um, and uh, you should always you should always have a plan B and a plan C, of course, and uh, you should know everything about the place uh, where he is going to go. Mm, and yeah. I think that's important. You should be prepared for everything, even for the hurricane. Yeah, yeah. What's uh? What's one other? So, sounds like you enjoy the travel side of things. What's one? What's one of your other favorite areas? Uh, for you know, in your role as an assistant, maybe it's calendar management, project management, emails. Uh, what's what's maybe one other area that you really enjoy kind of getting your hands dirty and figuring it out? Um, I think that um, I really like when he comes to me, when they come to me and they say something like, it's almost impossible to find this thing because we tried to do it for one year. Just try I'm not sure that you will succeed, but try. And uh, when you find it like in, in five days, it can be a rare book. Uh, it also can be, for example, um, all the magazines for for 10 years uh, of uh, one magazine um, and something like this. And I really like when everything uh, goes right uh, and when when I succeed <laughs> in the yeah. things that they think are impossible, yeah, I love it. We uh, you get to you get to make them even just question whenever the next time they say, "Oh, there's no way that this can happen," or "There's no way we can find this." It's like, wait, no, actually, Irina <laughs> figured it out last time. Let's uh, let's see if she can figure it out again. So that's awesome. 
Uh, well, thank you so much for being on the show and sharing a little bit about your story. Uh, I'm excited to stay in touch and and hear how your career progresses from here. Uh, what's uh, maybe the if if you're open to it, is there a way or a, a channel? Uh, maybe it's LinkedIn or whatever, where people can reach out and say hi and connect, especially those in the New York area. Uh, yes, I think that the LinkedIn is the only way uh, you can reach me because I don't have other blogs. And now I try to develop it. So I, I'm open to new connections because here it's blocked and we don't use it at all. <laughs> so now I have to start from, from scratch. And uh, if you'd like to add me, I'd be, I'll do it with a pleasure. Awesome, Irina. Thank you so much. I'll put the link to your LinkedIn profile in the show notes at leaderassistant.com slash 203. For those listening, uh, best of luck to you. And uh, hopefully we can connect at an assistant event uh, in the US sometime. And uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we appreciate you being on the show. Thank you, Jeremy. Hope we'll meet each other in person soon. Please review on Apple Podcasts. GoBullows.com